0: Years ago, one of my favorite professors told me an incredible story that makes me love the Bible more than ever. The story was about a youth pastor who wanted to take the church youth group to a deeper spiritual level. Now, they were used to playing paintball and having fun and doing games and having pizza and too much caffeine and and sugar. But he really wanted them to get closer to God. And he wanted them to get closer to God through this book, the Bible. So before the youth group arrived, he went into the church basement and he set up a circle of folding chairs and put one singular chair in the middle of the circle. Then on the outside of all the chairs, he wrote on little note cards different Bible passages that offered forgiveness and grace and hope and comfort. When all the students arrived, he asked them to find a chair on the outside of the circle. And then he was hoping that one student would be brave enough to sit in the center chair. And the plan was to blindfold the students sitting in the center chair and have them just openly confess the things they were struggling with. Now, what kind of sins were they battling? What kind of embarrassment did they feel spiritually? What shame were they carrying with them? What fears did they have for the future? And then, as the students on the outside of the circle listened to that confession, they could read those Bible passages and remind them of the comfort, forgiveness, and peace we find in Jesus. It was an amazing plan, according to the youth pastor. But it didn't exactly work. (laughs) Apparently, none of the teenage boys were really excited about sitting there in front of their buddies and the girls they were trying to impress and confessing their greatest fears. There was a couple that joked off. They acted like little clowns. And the pastor thought this was going to crash and burn and he should probably just find a movie and order some pizza. But before he kiboshed the idea, there was a girl who raised her hand. It was the brand new girl to the Bible study. And she said, I'll go. And so the pastor put the blindfold on and before he had barely tied the knot, she started to weep. She confessed that her home life was a mess, that her father was abusive. In fact, that very day, he had said that she, he wished that she had never been born and she shouldn't even come home. And as the students on the outside of the circle sat there in shock, the youth pastor nodded. Read the passage, he gestured to them. And so one of the kids looked at the note card in his hands and read the words of Jesus. But I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. You don't understand that the girl kept going, "My, my own father doesn't even love me. And the youth pastor pointed at another kid sitting on the outside of the circle and he read a passage about the everlasting, unfailing, gracious love of God, our Heavenly Father. And the girl broke down and she was crying and she took the blindfold off her face and she looked at the youth pastor and she said, Pastor, why doesn't God speak to me like that? And the pastor smiled. And can you guess what he said? Honey, he just did. I love thinking of the Bible that way. In this book, when we read these verses, It's not just some person speaking to us. It's God. This passage from 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture, all the pages, all the chapters, all the verses, all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful. It's like breathed out from God. It comes from inside God himself, from his very heart, and it is so useful for us as we go through life. Now, if you're more logical, I know that sounds like a circular argument. Well, the Bible is God's word because the Bible says it's God's word. (laughs) That's a fair objection and tomorrow I'm going to try to answer it. But just for today, let's imagine if that was true. That God was speaking to us in this book. I think two incredible things would happen in our spiritual lives. First, we would be confronted. And second, we would be comforted. When we open this book and we read its teachings, we would be confronted. Because if this isn't like Peter, or James, or John, or Moses, or David, but God himself speaking to us, then when he tells us to stop it, to change, to turn around, to be different, we can't just shrug and say, well, that was Peter's opinion. If this is God speaking, it's not smart to talk back to the word of God because we talk back to God himself. It confronts the things we love too much, the the habits that we don't want to change. It would be foolish for us to rebel against the words of this book because they come from God. And yet, at the same time, this book would offer us such incredible comfort. If the Bible says that God so loved the world, and that just wasn't John's opinion, that came from God, it means you're loved. If the Apostle Paul would say, it's by grace that you have been saved and it's not by works, then even if you've struggled to do enough good works, you could still believe you're saved. Because that wasn't Paul. That was God. When Jeremiah would write that God has made this deal with us that he doesn't just forgive our sins but he will remember them no more, (laughs) that's not just some Jewish dude from 3,000 years ago. That's God himself. And so like that young woman, you can pour out your heart, your struggles, your embarrassment, your shame, your sin and you never have to wonder, why doesn't God ever speak to me? Pastor Jesus, the Apostle Paul, the prophet Moses, would say, Son, daughter, God, he just did. Let's pray. Father, thank you for such a clear word. Because of this book, we don't have to guess what's in your heart. Instead, we can know how seriously you take our sin and yet how much you desired our salvation. Thank you for words of comfort, for words of clarity, words that give us direction and more than anything, words that give us peace. Without this book, we'd always have to wonder if people like us could see your face. But you give us this book that centers on Jesus so that we know through his forgiveness we always can and, in fact, right now through faith, we know that we will. Thank you for this comfort. We pray that you would help us to grow in our faith today as we read this book and we ask this all boldly in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thank you so much for investing your limited time to grow in your faith with us. But could I ask you for one more favor? I'm sure you're itching to check out social media or go on to the next part of your day, but you could do a huge help for the kingdom of God if you would rate and review this podcast. Just taking a few seconds of your time will help other people to find Time of Grace, which matters so much to us because we want people to hear about grace, to hear about Jesus, to hear about eternal life. So thanks for taking a little more time, we pray that God blesses you with a great day, and we'll see you soon.